Okay, Dave. Broken side morale is eight. Got the nine one leader. Yep. They're in a building, so you need a ten or less. All right, ten or less. I can do this. Anyone can roll a ten or less. Here we go, baby. Yeah. Oh, an eleven. I can't believe that. That is it. Five times in a row, Jeff. Ah. Oh, oh man, I can't believe that. Ah. Oh, these guys just won't rally. Oh. Why won't they rally? Ah, this drives me nuts. Hello, rally, would you schmoes? Rally, just get back up on the line where you belong. You don't look swell. Golly, I can tell. By golly, you've been ballin' and low-crawlin' for now way too long. DM, you ain't... Stayin', the attack you're delayin'. Try to whistle a different tune every now and then. Won't take no crap, fellas. Get back upon your feet, fellas. Rally, won't you rally away again? I said hello. Rally, don't you dilly. Dally, it'd be nice to have you back where you belong. You've been through hell, Dally. Your charge was pure folly. You've been choking and you're broken. You won't be for long. I feel my hair gray and cause you got the hair, end. You're staying. Try to get good order status just now and then. So, woe is me, fellas. Hope you can roll a three, fellas. Rally, don't you rally away again. on the net, dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the universe. Hi, everyone. Hi. Are you feeling a little bad about that opening number? Well, you know, I wasn't sure we should put the listeners through that hello rally (laughs) routine. But those, whoever those guys were. They were good. They weren't all that bad. No, they were great. Yeah. They could take that show on the road. People would pay big money for that. So I'm, I'm Jeff. And I'm Dave. Hi. And we are uh, hi, <laughs> and we are your hosts. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Sorry, I missed the. No, well, you weren't. You haven't oh, been that, gone. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I missed the last Jeffrey. episode, but uh, you filled in very nicely. And with, the children with the kids. So maybe that was worthwhile. It's like a dynasty you're building here with the. Uh, you know, Jeff. I was thinking. You know, when you and I pass away in our mutual suicide pact from the mountain when we're 85 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Um, so who's going to carry on the show? The kids. Your kids will. So I know my girls won't, but well, Adam and Aaron, definitely. They could do it. Thinking they might be the ones. Yeah. It's good that you're planning ahead. That's really nice. 
So, uh, wow, we got a great show tonight, everybody. We're very excited to be here. It is, uh, what's the date, Dave? April something or other? It is April 11th. April 11th in the year of our Lord. 2012. Yes, the last year that we will ever be here. Oh, that's right. The end of Come the year December. This year. So, listen, end of the year, end of the world is coming, so play as much squad leader as you possibly can. That's right, folks. Yeah. So, what have you been doing, Dave? Why are you waving at me? He's furiously working the the, the keyboard there. Well, I just wanted to mention, <laughs> sir, that oh. that wonderful song parody of Hello, Dolly yeah. was sent in to us by the one and only Dennis Donovan. Oh, Dennis Donovan. Yeah, very good contributor to the show. Thank you, Dennis. Yeah. And I'd like to point out that, was it that very song? Well, while we're in the news, in the news, yeah, the issue of Bonsai came out. Yeah, the Bunyan, the comedy. Yeah, the comedy issue. that comes out uh, April first usually. And in that issue were the lyrics to one of the songs we performed. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I only got through uh, page two on that before I had yes, got called back true. to work. The, the song was "Favorite ASL Thing," sung by the two Half Squad singers. Way long ago, look like yeah. the word, words were a little bit different in that in that issue, but yeah, they've been working on them. That's okay. You know, if uh, Elton John can rewrite a song, why can't uh, Dennis, Dennis can Donovan and, and his Roger friend Foss? Roger, yeah, yes, indeed. And you know, what was really I thought funny in that uh, issue, Jeff. Is could you pull that screen up and the Bunyan? Yeah, the Bunyan. Yeah, the, the question was: Is this a real name of a Japanese tank? Yeah, here's a quiz: Japanese vehicle or random? Onomatopoeia, which, uh, and this is this is really funny. We'll, we'll let's put a link to the Texas ASL group. We certainly will for this issue, which is which is always fun. But um, so, <laughs> you want to take the quiz? Yeah, why don't you read them and I'll okay. tell you if it's a real tank or not. I might be is wrong. Is this a real tank? All right. Uh, the Hago, Hago, Tr- a true tank. That's really a tank. Yes. Yeah. The Chi Apet. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a real tank. <laughs> no. No. Should be. The Chi-Ha. Real, real tank, although I almost started laughing, thinking it was a made-up tank. Yeah. Real tank. The Chi-Ha. Wow. The Ha-Ha. <laughs> no, not a real tank. Ka-Ching. As in Ka-Ching? Ka-Ching. Not a real tank. Uh, but expensive. Uh, <laughs> Ka-Pow. Uh, as in Batman? Yes. Not a real but tank. But not Kung Pao. Uh, the Go-Go. <laughs> No, no. It should be. It should be. It should be a handy tank. for a second. There, I mean, you want to take the go goes. You do. You know? Yeah. The take key. This one T-E- I was. T e dash k e. Yeah. This one. Or, yes. Or, you real know, real tank. Take key. I'm gonna yeah. go. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna go out on a limb. Uh, the hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the car runch. <laughs> no. Hooray. Yes, the hooray. The hooray. I've killed many a hooray Very in my popular. lifetime. Yes. Uh, known as a party pooper. So, yeah. that's <laughs> And finally, the chi ro. Yes, real tank. Yeah, that sounds like a real tank. <laughs> and it's just as funny the second time through as, yeah. it, as when I read that last week. Oh, that was hilarious, guys. So those guys do a good job. So uh, if you want to look at uh, about eight pages of ASL hilarity, um, <laughs> check out the issue of the bunion that came out on April 1st of 2012. It's a, it's a keeper. You'll it want to print it out. Keeper. You'll want to print it out and give it to your friends. Maybe. Yeah. 
maybe be buried with it. Because <laughs> you'll die yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, you will. So, well, uh, do we have a sponsor for our show, Jeff? We, we have a sponsor for our show actually tonight. We have uh, our sponsor the tonight. Eclectic Zeal. Yes. Shop. Yes, it is. Or is it the corner cutter? <laughs> no, it's Eclectic Zeal. Yeah, in the shop. So, shop there. All right. Thanks, Eclectic Zeal. Who else is our sponsor? Oh, we have another sponsor. We have a new sponsor oh. tonight, which is MI6 Backup. MI6 is a secure online backup product. Ooh, and, excellent. Um, the reason why they're sponsoring their show is because the company that I work for, that I own, Mindia, is a computer consulting company, and I have partnered with a one of the largest and most secure online backup companies and have uh, branded my own online backup service, which is called MI6. So if there's anybody out there that would like to back up their office computers, this is really specifically really for office computers because we do, you can back up servers like Exchange servers, SQL servers. It'll do, uh, let me t- list you some of the features. We've got triple yeah. level encryption. Wow. So it's encrypted as you back it up. Three ways. As, as it's passed out to the internet and when it's stored on their servers encrypted again so nobody's ever going to break into your data we do bare metal imaging backup of servers so if your server goes down or gets stolen you can actually restore the whole thing right from bare metal and i know you're you have a furrowed brow, brow there but to people out there bare that know metal? something, yes bare metal so if somebody steals your server you can bring in a new server and restore it right from this backup oh okay uh, multi-destination backups, you can back up into the cloud or to local storage devices. Flexible scheduling, there's a central console so you can see how much stuff you're backing up. We're HIPAA compliant. That's important for those people that are backing up email and things like that. Um, backup unlimited versions of files. Enterprise compression means very fast backups. We have 11 data centers spread out throughout the world, so there's mirroring. So if one of them gets oh, hit by a meteor... Okay, I didn't want to go there yeah. because I didn't want to like show a weakness in your system. No, no weaknesses So in if this. a meteorite does wipe out a server, a backup server, there's another backup. There's more backup That's server That's why it's a great backup system. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Uh, your files are always accessible from any web browser. All you have to do is log in to the, uh, to the website, and you can retrieve your files. You can also share files with... Other people through email, so if you back up your really big files, you can just send a link to that file to somebody, and then they can just download it at their leisure, which is really great. Works on Windows and Mac. You can access your files with uh, iPhone and Android apps. Uh, unlimited number of workstation installs, so you can back up a server and all the inst- all the workstations in your office for no extra charge for the workstations. And uh, listen, it's a great service. So if you want to check it out, go to mi6backup.com. That is mi6backup.com. All right, and we thank thank you for your sponsorship. Yeah. And in addition. And you'll be helping out the two half squads. You will be. By using that backup service. And in addition, we do would like to thank Bill Cobble. Oh, very much so, For yeah. a marvelous time. He drove out. He was, uh, I think, our first fan to come out and visit, of course, he came out for his daughter's uh, swim, swim meet. Yeah, she does synchronized swimming. And we did a dinner and a wonderful time, but he yeah. left us with a lot of ASL product. Yeah, which is really great. I mean, he drove in a minivan with the back just packed with ASL stuff. 
So should we go ahead and just talk about it now? Yeah, let's talk about it now. So what we're yeah, thinking so of is uh, great stuff. And this, this, what you're holding there really excited me. The original squad leader. Yeah, look at that. Now, why are we telling you all this, listeners? Because we'd like to offer you a chance to bid on this very item. We're doing a little fundraiser here, as much as Jeff doesn't want me to do this. <laughs> no, actually, I think it's a good idea. Well, well we, got we could put tra- it on eBay. We and put then... it on eBay, but here, we're going to offer this to the two Half Squads listeners. Right. We'll have our own little auction right this here. was donated to us. As it's a, legal. And Bill is very pleased to have it be a fundraiser. Yeah. And um, I personally sorted all these counters. I can't believe you went through all of those counters. a long time, You're listeners, so <laughs> please put in a, a very nice, generous <laughs> offer on this product. Um, I mean, the box is in okay, fine yeah, condition. Yeah, uh, Dave actually perspired into the box, and you're going. That makes it all the more valuable. Uh, it, it should. So the whole thing's complete, huh? It should be complete. You got all the counters I already in bags. They're punched two in, in bags. Sets of rules in here, which I don't think I'm supposed to have. I'll double check that before we uh, send it out. Plus the map boards, it's all complete, and the box is in very good condition. Yeah, I would say, I would is. call that very good condition. Well, I'm a old comic collector i would call it you know fine condition pretty darn good condition um just because we got it's, you know, it's i mean beautiful. it's a, it's a it's used beautiful. game it's punched and everything but the point is you'd be able to make a donation to the two half squads which we know a lot of you don't like to bother making unless we're offering you a t-shirt but tonight we don't have t-shirts we have squad leader now here's yeah. the rub some of you are thinking well if i offer 20 bucks and someone else offers 40 bucks and another guy offers 41 dollars what are you gonna do you don't have three copies of those well, in fact, we do have two copies of these from yeah. Bill. But point being, whoever offers the higher offer, we will email you back, ask you to make a donation. So do not donate until you receive an email confirmation that you have won, won the auction, the product. Yeah. And then, if you'd like to donate anyway, feel free. But when we notify you you've won the auction, and we'll also notify you that you haven't won the auction. I'll I'll sort all the emails out. But this game is complete uh, i checked that i have all the russian leaders even the individual names and i wrote probably by the uh looks like the american leaders because i didn't keep track of the actual names going into that box so if you they're all there but they're not may not be the exact name of the leader and it may be a duplicate name um Otherwise, I we'll believe... cut you some slack. You put a lot of work into it. Well, I did, and at some yeah. point, I think this list I have. Oh, I have. I'm I'm missing a. It says there's ten other German half-inch counters. I put in six Moralchek chits and four Panzerfaust chits, not knowing what those were necessarily. And if I find them later, and you have a real problem with a couple missing pieces, and I find them, and I sort through more and more counters, I'll do. We'll make a good faith effort to get you anything but satisfaction all, guaranteed well mostly yeah <laughs> all yeah. the leaders well, are there the the yeah. crews the machine guns the panzer files i mean i went through all of that so um except for this little question about what this list i got off online means when it says there are 10 german you know half inch counters in the original squad leader now we know this is not asl this is the original. So the original squad leader. Those of you listening like ASL, but talk to your friends who still play SL or, or just make a donation and grab it from us for for who knows 40, what. 50 bucks and then 50, 100, save 200, it. 200 bucks, 300 bucks. Yeah, we can go yeah. that high. And then you can always and save it for 10 years and then uh, sell it on eBay yourself. That's right. And Dave and I are going to take the whatever money we earn from this auction, we're going to take and we're going to buy pants. Because we are tired of doing this show without with no pants. pants. Yeah. 
So that's item one. That's now, a very nice item. But wait, there's yeah. more. So if you're not satisfied with that, we have a brand new. It's opened. I don't think it was punched, but I can't remember, and I left it in the car tonight. You want to go get it? No. Okay. If you listeners care, you email us and let us know, is it punched or not? You could list it on the show notes. Oh, yeah, put it on What's the show notes. Yeah. We'll put those on there. And that game is? For King and Country. Yeah, complete. sweet. Brand new. Yeah. For King and Country. Yeah. This thing retails for a lot of money. Yep. So we'd like to get a bit of at least that retail price. It was going for $80 um, when it was last available. And now that it's no longer available, pretty sure it's not available. Yeah, it's not available right now. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? I don't King think so. Country? Well, I think it's out of print. You're kidding already? Well, I think so. Hold on. Well, either way, folks, go look on eBay. And we would like you to offer that going price to us, if you care. Confusion. Total confusion. We were just being slaughtered. Wow, you're back already. That was fast. That was fast. The game yeah. is unpunched. Oh, an unpunched King of Country. And actually, uh, I just looked it up, too, and it is still available. I stand corrected. Still available. So yeah. asking 80, $84. price, $84, you know, mm-hmm. put in a bid for 60 70 80 90 100 And we'll let you know if you've won. And then if you've won, make the PayPal donation, and we'll send it off. Yeah. Nice. That was, what else do we have? Do we have anything else? We do. Oh, there's more. There's more. Something special. Back to SL, not ASL. Yeah. A copy of Cross of Iron. Sweet. Now, I have gone through Cross of Iron. Again, box, actually fairly good condition. Not tape on the corner, but I imagine if you're bidding on this, you're not really that concerned about that. And it's got the charts, the graphs. Everything's been counted out. The counters in this one, here's the deal. When when I got to looking at the vehicle counters. Mm-hmm. Vehicle. Um. It was going to be a real bear to match up each individual vehicle. Yeah. So what I did was counted the number of vehicles in it, and there were supposed to be like 263 German counters, and I counted 262. Wow. So I'm assuming those are the ones that go... With the cross of iron, yeah, Bill was pretty. Matched. Looked like he was pretty good about keeping stuff together. Yeah, it was missing yeah. maybe one counter. Yeah, when I counted the Russian, I had one over the two fifty six counters that show up in there. So again, we're pretty sure all those are accurate. If you find there's really something missing a problem, I can look through the remaining pieces because there's duplicates of each game, and do a good faith effort uh, with you. And the regular counters, I thought I was missing. Something but oh minus one Romanian squad. Oh. Twenty Romanian squads come with cross of iron, and this one set only has nineteen. So I couldn't find that other one. So you can substitute a piece out of your Monopoly game or something. Yep, if you like ever, the shoe. If you ever need twenty, yeah, Romanian counters. or the irons. That's always a good one. Yeah, yeah. For the that'll represent the Romanian. Gotta put the iron out there. Oh, cross of iron. That makes sense. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. And I think that'll be it to start off our little auction. So yeah, we got we got a bunch of other stuff. But coming up next show, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. So thanks again, Bill, for uh, for driving out to see us, for having dinner with us. Making he bought us dinner. He did buy us dinner too. Yeah. So. Or did he? 
He did. He did. He did buy us dinner. We had so many beers, I don't recall. <laughs> but we had a very nice visit with him, and uh, it was great. So, very cool. Thanks, Bill. Well, Jeffrey, you know what that music means. Hmm. It's time for Box Art Review. And today... <laughs> what'd you do that for? Oh, um... I, I don't know. You, I, you could I, have scratched the record. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. But you know what? Why don't we do letters? Oh, I got some letters. Okay, right we'll hold off on box art review. Yeah. It's time for letters. 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 Play it, Dave. Ching. Kaching. Kaching ching. Yes. It's time for letters and bongos. Time for bongo letters. All right. Letters. Who let that monkey in here with those bongos? Banging on the bongos like a chimpanzee. All right, we've got lots of good letters. Lots of good letters and, and no bad letters. Mm, yes, we, which you know, we is should make up issue some. about <laughs> somebody from one of a, our listeners. Yeah, well, is that one of our letters we're going to read? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Let's get on with it then. You starting? Yes, I am. I have okay. a letter here from Todd Reed. Oh, Todd. And it says... I found this World War II podcast and thought you might be interested. Well, Jeff and I were thinking about doing a World War II podcast. We were, yes. We kind of doubt our own knowledge, being knowledgeable enough to do so. Yeah, that would definitely. But Jeff, you don't, you can. Make it up? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) As a history teacher, you know how that goes. (laughs) You can research just before recording. That's true. Yeah, that's it's not a live interactive program. Yeah. And I listened to the Stuff You Missed in History Class podcast. Oh, yeah. The ladies from... Uh, Spain? No. Ladies from Spain, we adore you. The rain in Spain. Oh, the, the House of Works, I think. Oh. Site. They do okay. a... Stuff yeah. in point being, you know, they don't know all that. Oh, there was a point. Okay. They research, <laughs> knew, they research before it. they do the recording. Is that what they say? Or can you well, tell? Yeah. Well, they could say it. They're sometimes. not mispronouncing all the names. No, there's stuff, stuff they, they found interesting and they look yeah. it up. Oh, okay. Well, I guess, you know, as long as people are learning and as long as uh, the people presenting are interested in it, it can be good. And honest about yeah. their knowledge level. You know? Well, and we still might do a World War II podcast. Who knows? And we might, but. We might have with a different spin. But anyway. For now. He yeah. says, this is Ray Harris Jr. doing the History of World War II podcast mm-hmm. by Ray Harris Jr. And we'll put a link up. Have we listened to it yet, Jeff? I have not. I've actually downloaded a bunch of them. Oh, you did? Uh, I did. I, um, I've i got a can I, software that downloads them. And I'll look on iTunes and see if I can subscribe maybe. Yeah, I'm sure you can. But I, I haven't listened to any of them yet. I'm, I've been a little remiss. Yeah, maybe I'm we, in remission. Maybe we should, if, we, if we do our own, we probably don't want to listen to too many of his. Yeah. Might deal ideas yeah. or something. Yeah. But I'm sure it's very good. Maybe we should contact him. You know, we might want to contact him and... Yeah, maybe not. I mean, maybe... <laughs> yeah. It honestly meant okay. maybe well, so. Yeah. <laughs> Freudian slip. We like people to write us letters and I realize, you know, I don't send 
these people, I listen to their podcasts letters. So yeah, I want to do so. Okay. And that was from Todd. Thank you. Okay. And here's a, here's one from Rick. Thanks for the great podcast guys have reentered ASL over the last few months. And I'm now into the full rules. Quick comment on shell holes. And I don't know, for some reason, I feel like I need to be careful when I say shell holes. You do. Because I just had a hacker shore, and now I need to say shell holes. Uh, I understood you to say that shell holes do not stop interdiction during the route phase. Mm-hmm. That is true if the unit expends only cost of terrain to enter the hex. The unit does have the option in the route phase, not the movement phase, to simultaneously add one movement factor to the cost of the hex to enter the shell hole immediately and thus not suffer thus not suffer interdiction. So that's correct. The shell holes serve a good purpose, and yeah. thank you for clarifying that for us. Yeah, it's good. When you're routing, those make great little route paths. Yeah. So thanks again for making the game even more enjoyable. So very good letter. Good point. Thank you, Rick. And I have this letter from... Jeffrey Hallett. Really? How yes, about that? Indeed. Okay. Do you remember sending this? Oh, I do. Yes, Pull I it do. up here. Yeah. And it is the abandoned Hollywood bunker built for Hitler. Yeah. And Jeff, hit the link and go to the site with me. Yeah, okay. Because I'd like to show you something. I don't think you got to at the bottom of the site. But it is an article about this. Apparently, this group thought Hitler would come to America. They built a bunker. Uh, if the Axis had won World War II... The Nazi sympathizers hoped he'd come to Los Angeles, Hitler, and they, he would live in this bunker, which has since been kind of taken over as ruins and painted up by hippies. And I, I love stories like this. I, I find this stuff so fascinating. You like it so much you sent it to us. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. And they were going to expand it with libraries and a gym and a swimming pool, and it sits here in ruins. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time picturing Adolf Hitler in the gym. <laughs> What's he pumping iron? Yeah, I can't even see him I, in the I, pool. Yeah, no, even. I really can't. I, I can see him in the library. Or, or the exercise bike or anything like that. Or The library, yeah. yes. But the library, yeah. I could see him in there. But I don't want to. But anyway, go ahead. And, well, here now, scroll down with me. Okay, I'm scrolling. Because the this site is called, what is this, 109? Uh, it's I-09. I-09. I, I'm not sure how they, I, I think it's just I-09. It's kind of a cool um, website. And I, I have a... A newsreader on my tablet computer from io9. That's where I saw the story. Okay, so I'm I'm scrolling down this in mm-hmm. my home. Yeah, and the comment at the bottom now says, uh, "You know, from two t- from a, a person. We won't say their names. Comment one. You know, I'm hard pushed to think up anything more ridiculous than Hollywood Nazis because this was built near Hollywood. Yeah, and so on and so on, and had some kind of connection. But now scroll to the next one. Yeah, uh, someone states." Uh, Illinois uh, Illinois Nazis, and there's a film about some Illinois Nazis. The next person comments, well, I hate Illinois Nazis. The next person comments, how about Filipino lawyer Professor Nazi? And has a link to Professor Leon- Leonor Briones, who's like interviewing in some Filipino lawyer with a portrait of Hitler behind his desk in modern times. Wow, Channel that's gutsy. ANC 15, wherever yeah. that is. Now go down a little more. Zombie Hollywood Nazis in space. <laughs> the next <laughs> comment. Oh yeah, that is not so ridiculous. And it, a link to a Iron Sky theatrical trailer. There is actually this movie is coming out. I remember reading about it, and it's going to be zombie Hollywood Nazis. Uh, zombie 
in Hollywood space. Nazis or something in space. Yeah. 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 It looks great. And then <laughs> later, uh, further down there, there's a few comments and it says, <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Mongolian neo-Nazi movements. Mm-hmm. And there's a link to these actual Mongolian neo-Nazis. Wow. Um, by now I'm laughing my rear end off. My wife's wondering what I'm doing. You go on down, someone writes, I live for these replies, and I can see why. And down a little more, Jeff, past, how about lovable bumbling Sergeant Nazi, Schultz, picture of him. Yeah, eh, not as funny, but go to the next one, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. And, of course, of course there's, there's kitty cat Nazi. <laughs> it's a picture wow. of a cat. <laughs> With a Hitler mustache. That's not like put on, but it's like his fur pattern. Yeah. And he's wearing it proudly. Yeah, so it looks pretty good. You know, I could see him in the gym. Oh my! That 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 cat right there, man. I can see him in the gym. Oh but my! Not Adolf. Goodness. So can can we? Oh my God! Can we put a picture of that on our body? I think so. I don't think anybody's going to chase us for that one. And if we can't, folks, you should. You got to go find. And if somebody's going to sue us, find that. Uh, Find the lawyer Nazi from the Philippines <laughs> if you're going to sue us because we want to meet that guy. <laughs> Be worth it. <laughs> oh, so that was just precious. I just thought I'd yeah. have to share that on, on the air, even though it's visual pictures. <laughs> yeah, well, this is theater of the mind, a lot of this anyway. So. <laughs> oh, heaven help me. So anyway, yeah. thank you, Jeff, for the abandoned Hollywood bunker for Hitler link <laughs> we'll put up. Yeah, we'll put that up. Okay, um, let's see. I've got one here from Sawhat, who left a comment on the website on episode 64, Nights in White Phosphorus. Ha, ha, ha. The Bohemian Rhapsody bit made me laugh out loud at work, where it's quiet. Love the show and the banter, you guys. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Well, thank you very much, Sawhat. And, and we're I wonder glad. where you got that name, Sawhat. <laughs> no. And we're glad we could make you laugh out yeah. loud at work, sir. We, we have a good time. From Dennis Donovan, he loved the rendition of Ring of Fire, which he, oh, not that it was written by him or anything. <laughs> so, again, thank you, Dennis, for your marvelous contributions to yep. this show. Yep. And then he writes again. I think he's stalking us. <laughs> uh, hello again. I like the movie reviews, by the way. A suggestion, if you haven't already, mention the books that the movies were based on. I enjoyed Paul Brickhill's The Great Escape and David Westheimer's the uh, um, Von Ryan's Ex- Express almost as much as the movie. And you might consider mentioning ASL relation to the movies as we're watching them, which we sort of have tried to do. Occasionally. Some movies, you know. we Maybe we, we could do that more. Yeah. Uh, de- depends on the movie. Something like Von Ryan's Express. I don't know. There's not that. Yeah, it wasn't as much of a combat yeah. situation. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, it's a good suggestion. So uh, thanks, Dennis. And from Paul Sutterman, or do you say Suderman? He emails and says, hey, hoping you can mention the tournament uh, of the Winnipeg ASL tournament. And Is that in Manitoba, by the way? I uh, don't know. I'm going to pull up the flyer. And he says he'll give but, us a 50% well, discount for our registration, Jeff. Oh, now that's a nice deal. It is, but you think we're going to make it? Uh, you know, I, I actually, I, I'm ashamed to say, I shouldn't be ashamed to say this since I don't know where, where you know, Holland is. <laughs> it was the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> but where's where's Winnipeg? It's in Canada. Why not? Yeah. Okay. I'll just drive north then for a while, huh? And yeah, then you it's get there. Probably straight up from Chicago. Canada's like straight up from Chicago. 
<laughs> I'm serious. You drive north, yeah, and you'll get to a border crossing, Canada, and then you just ask you just ask the guy at the at the border. Yeah, well, they make they'll make you take off your shoes and stuff. Which way? And <laughs> which, then, which which way to? Yeah, and your belt. Yeah, and they check all of your your luggage for like containers of two ounces, more than two ounces of liquid. Well, I'm not sure where where Winnipeg is. I'm sorry to say, it's well, actually I'll look that up. It's actually Jeff, straight up from North Dakota. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. And it's south of Hudson Bay. Uh, so it's really not far from the United States if you yeah. want to cross over the border. If you're an ICBM, this, it's This is the Canadian ASL Open, May 18th to 20th. So that's okay. soon after yeah, the post of this show. Yep. May 18th to 20th, and we'll put up a link. We're probably not going to get there, but I'll bet that's going to be a great. You know what? I, I would love to see pictures from that. So, Paul, if you get a chance... Uh, take oh. some pictures. Oh, send them. We'll send put them, them up, we'll on put our up on the website. Yeah. Site. Yep. Yeah. So go do some gaming, boys and girls. I think you should read the next one too. Oh, that's from me. Oh yeah. no, it's 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 from me reminding it's from me your, your favorite guy. Well, you in the actual mail at my house, Jeff. The actual snail mail. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Came an envelope with return address of P E T A. So this is. Somebody wrote us and said, "Please send us your address." And like and fools, we, we we sent we sent Dave's address. I think we were expecting booty of some kind. Uh, yes, but we didn't get any booty. We no. got a letter from the PETA, uh, Protection Society for the Ethical Treatment of, of animals. animals. Yeah, uh, stating as a longtime uh, listener and animal rights liberationist, I was horrified by the callous attitude displayed in episode forty-five. That was about. Cavalry, Jeff. Yeah. The glee I heard in describing the abuse and death of horses during the Vietnam War was disgusting. Yeah. I barely managed to recover my emotions when I heard you discuss Russian mind dogs. Do you have any idea how many dogs suffered for the American government to oppose the Dutch army during the American Revolutionary War? Uh, no. <laughs> no, we don't. Not exactly. And so this letter came in. I write the letter to convey my moral outrage at the lack of awareness and historical ignorance displayed on your podcast. And to further express my outrage, I'm checking dull, dull, dull (laughs) on all your fascist podcasts. I think we found our dull checker. Uh, Yep, I think that's it. But they do go on to say last two points. Don't have why have a podcast on ASL? It's American Sign Language. Yeah, well, that's a good point. They can't hear. Yeah. And the only reason I listen to your show is for Box Art Review, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Please continue this insightful and empathetic critique. Dave brings the aesthetics to life. In fact, may I suggest changing the format of the entire show to discussing the abstract expressionism or perhaps the works of Jackson Pollock? (laughs) Yes, thank you, sign Michael Vick. Yeah. (laughs) Michael Vick. Now, I thought this was really a letter from Peta. And I... And I was really worried. and But then I thought, why is Michael Vick yeah. writing to us from... I don't know. And I thought, maybe this is a joke letter. Maybe so. Do you think so? Maybe so. What's that, that white powder that's uh, falling out of there? I don't know what that is, but... Smells like anthrax. <laughs> Taste? <laughs> Tastes like anthrax. <laughs> mm. Tastes a little dull. So thank you, Peta. And we don't care what you think, Peta, except your comment about the uh, box art review. That was the only good comment you had. That's right. Uh, now we have a letter from Bubrub. That's a name, Bubrub. 
Well, I would, I'd be mad at my parents. Um, hey, guys, I know you're in the, the Chicago area and was hoping that you could help me find some opponents or groups in the Chicago area. I'm located in the Homewood Flossmoor region, which if you are unfamiliar with it, it's about 35 miles south of the city of Chicago. So far, I only have the first starter kit, which I got about a year and a half ago. And I have only had the opportunity to play face-to-face with my friend in college one time. I hope you guys can point me in the right direction. Thanks a lot. Sean. Oh, he's got a real name. Bob and Rub is not it. Sean. We hooked Sean up with the ASL Yahoo groups. Yes. And we have announced it on the very air right here. Yeah, right here. So listeners, email us if you're in the Flossmore Homewood area mm-hmm. or interested in traveling there to help a new gamer get started in squad leader. Yeah. That's so, a worthy cause. You know, think, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Oh, Thompson's down. kind of that way. Is that his name? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He's yeah. down that way. And I'm sure there's more. So we'll see yeah, what we can get for you. Yeah. Again, we like to be about getting gamers together on this show just as well. And if you ever graduate to full ASL from Starter Kit, put in a bid for that king and country. Yeah. So that's it for letters. But we do have, you know, there are more tournaments coming up. Yes, it's there are. Tournament, tournament crazy. Winnipeg is coming up there. And uh, what else? ASL Open? ASL Open. We're going to go on Saturday. Yes. And that one is going to be April 20th-ish. Yeah, the 20th-ish. Well, 20th Friday through April 22nd. Yeah. Sunday. And, and I'll tell you how to get there. The best way to get there is if, if you're starting from Winnipeg, drive south. <laughs> To Chicago. <laughs> to Chicago. It's just right down. It's straight down. Yeah. So that's good. We'll be there. And then uh, Matt Shostek wrote and and reminded us that the Austin tournament is coming up in June, and it's never too early to start planning for that. And um, that would be a great one to go to, but that probably we won't happen for probably us. probably won't but make it again this year, yeah. we're sorry to say, but... Just a lot going on, you know. For me, I know you got, you know, well, you're you got three kids. I'm just working way too much, and I've got a lot of crap going on. I hope, um, hope to get out of that at some point. Yeah, we do little wars and yeah, the we're doing stuff around Chicago. More stuff around Con, Chicago this year. The World Science Fiction Convention is going to be in Chicago this year, and I want to go to that. Uh oh, I wanted to go to it 27 years ago or whenever it was last year, and I didn't. So. I've, and I've been kicking myself for 27 years, and I'm getting pretty good at it. And it's actually a pretty good workout. Now, I could see Hitler kicking himself in the gym. That'd be a good look. All right, that was great. And now, Jeffrey, it's time for mm. Box Art oh. Review. Mm. And today on Box Art <laughs> Hey! Oh, Sorry. I, I, I slipped on a bar of soap. All right. Well, let me just well, reset. No, no, no. You know, what? why don't we just do our um, what we've been playing lately? What have you been playing lately, Dave? What have you been playing lately? What have you been playing lately? Wow. All did, right. Did you write that? It must be. That was you, Jeff. <laughs> oh, that was me. <laughs> You didn't know I pulled that, did you? I made a little recording and made it a little better than your normal singing. No offense to you. Yeah. And that is our new theme song for what you've been playing lately. Wow. And so, boy, that's a. That's I a played one. Land Leviathan from iTunes. Oh, Land Leviathans. Mm-hmm. Yes, this originally was ASL Scenario Q back with you got the General back in the day, the Alphabet series in the General magazine. 
But currently, this is in the uh, Beyond Valor box for you new guys all just getting into ASL for the first time. And I played against Mark Woods, and guess what number game it was? 1,111? Yes! You're kidding me. The game I was looking forward to playing, since remember I I, I was looking forward to 1,000, and I... Missed it because I yeah. didn't realize I was playing it against Dave Timonen and I lost. Yeah. Tragically. Tragically. I was going to have a big party for my thousandth game. Yeah. Well, this was game 1,111. And you didn't you didn't know it at the time, did you? No, I didn't oh know it God. again. I can't believe it. <laughs> See, now, if you started carving notches on your forearm, you would know. <laughs> so I played this game and I didn't realize it was oh my, my 1,111th game and I didn't have a party and I mm. lost two to Mark Woods. Well, at least you got to play Mark Woods. He's a oh, great, he's sure. a good guy. So, so what's my new benchmark? Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 2,222? <laughs> I was thinking more like 1,500? 1,000, oh, I know. 1,212. Oh. 1,212. Okay. How would that be? That's my new benchmark. Or 1,234 1, would be 1,234. All right, thank you. We're going to shoot for that next and have a big party when I reach yeah. that number. Yeah, yeah, I sure. couldn't believe it, Promises, Jeff. promises. The night ended, you guys laughed, I know. and I, I got out the book to mark off the games, and I was like, crud. Yeah. That was my big 1,100. So anyway, what, what is that? What? Well, I saw lots of uh, armor I, on that This one. had only been played tw- uh, two times on the uh, record, ASL record. On the roar, roar thing? And it, really? Yeah, one victory for each side. Huh. It went quick, you recall. Yeah, a lot of counters for quick. It well, it's a it's a run off the board game. Oh, okay. And I did one crazy stupid thing. The Germans start with three tanks trying to stop ten or eleven, twelve Russian tanks. Germans get two reinforcements later. March just headed to the opposite side of the board where my reinforcements entered. Yeah. And I rolled up to what I thought was the middle of the board, which I thought would be a nice defensive kind of area. I don't know what the heck I was thinking. When your tanks are moving eleven to twenty two hexes. Yeah. They move right along the right flank by me. Uh, now I have to pull back over to the right. Yeah, and you're trying to miss every up. single yeah. shot I took. Roll the ten, roll the eleven, roll the ten. And even if I had hit several of those tanks, the odds of stopping them all. So never pull your German tanks forward. Right, just go ahead and fall back along the side where your reinforcements are not coming in. Okay. So there's some advice for you. So it may be my opinion was it may be too simple of a. Scenario. Do you so, think it's, it's a, is it a good scenario since the the Russians only have tanks, yes. right? Armor so, training scenario. You think it's good for that? Yeah, that's why Mark picked it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was good for armor training scenarios. Yeah. Germans got a, a, a some infantry and some ATRs. There are a lot of tin can tanks out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could work for that. And then I played marketplace at Wormut Journal One One Four, designed by Vic Provost. And this one, we Dave Timmon and I thought might be a three-time, three-night game. We played something a little larger, mm-hmm. quite a few vehicles, four to six each side, and well, it's not quite a few, I guess, but that's in addition to a dozen or so squads and uh, three boards, three boards. Yeah. So that that ends up being. Uh, we thought it was a fun game. I won with the Germans attacking, and I forgot to throw. Like I would recommend you throw a big old smoke. On those defensive British positions, terrain's kind of complicated to describe. There's it could be like an outer ring defense, then you got to get into these buildings inside. 
I thought I played real well using my tanks to navigate into really good positions to lob smoke at his strong points and and then um, it, it, you know you get some shots down certain streets to help support other troops you're attacking troops and so on and it was the SS you know a lot of fun we yeah liked, we liked that one you giggled and laughed like oh, little girls yes and I played Sherm no pardon me my gosh early battles. Tom Barclow, and we made a podcast of that one. So if you want to know more, go listen to a Starter Kit Game ASL Extra episode right here on the Two Half Squads. Mm-hmm. And I played the Queen's Prequel, which was with Mike Lemke. Hmm. And what I like about this, it's from OA19. What was the OA? On all fronts. Out of the attic. Out of the attic. From the Out of the Attic magazine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nice, tight, small, two half boards, infantry, a couple AA guns. And there's three of these, I believe there were, all related in which, like, first the... It's an airfield, so that makes it fun visually. I like playing on the airfield board. And the British and the Germans. And the British win in this one by controlling a certain building. Uh, I won with the Germans... And then there was the other version of it's got, you know, reverse the attacker and defender for a counterattack and so on. And so that's a nice little tight three games taking place in Italy, September 1943. Italy. That's what I've been playing lately in addition to some D&D and stuff like that. Yeah, fun D&D the other night. Well, I have not been playing much lately because of, you know, work and stuff. But I did get over to your house, I was happy to say, last week and played Dave Timonen. Uh Let's see. It was Journal. It was J40 was the scenario. I think it's called Back to Basics. That might have been right. Uh, I'm just going to call it that <laughs> like I know what I'm talking about. But I think that was it. But it was definitely J40. A little scenario with uh, the Germans against the Norwegians. And um, the Norwegians are... Um, supposed to just protect the buildings on their end of the board. And the Germans kind of start on the other end. It's two board, two half boards put together. The Germans start on the other end uh, and just need to move through and take over some buildings. Well, Dave set up his Norwegian defense oh, yeah, very far up front, forward. Mm-hmm. So the Germans had a lot going on. They didn't enter. There was... Um, uh, was set up so that the Germans set up on the board, and then later in turn one, more Germans entered from off board. But it was horrible. He bottlenecked you had, right you up know, in the corner it, of that board. Weird. He did. He definitely, he definitely did. And I, th- I thought after he set up, I thought, well, maybe I can skirt him along one side. But everybody, I mean, this is like a recurring nightmare. It's like I was expecting Rod Serling to pop out of Dave's chest. <laughs> <laughs> because I took my first squad and ran them in the open. In the open, just crossing, just crossing a little open ground. He took a two neg two from five hexes away, and he rolled snake eyes. This is my first gone. And right, right from there, it was. It didn't get any better. So I got very, very gummed up and sometimes jammed up and. <laughs> Sometimes I don't think there's just any such thing as a little open ground. Yeah, I it's it's true. It's it's actually it's extraordinary. And then um, you know I had a nice mortar. I had a couple of mortars, but I kept rolling tens, ten, ten, ten every time. Couldn't get a decent mortar shot. 
Yeah, and that could have blown something open for you to burst out of there, but yeah. I was surprised because that game looks like it would be played back in the city and the good cover, the right. plus three buildings. Which I think is how, because you, you played it once. And I think that's what we, the Norwegians did, fell, yeah. fell back into that little building area. That, that, back with that Norwegian wood, but those boy, Norwegian he, wooden buildings. He pushed straight up and ended up, yeah, bottlenecking you yep. in the corner. Nasty. Amazing. It, but still, I had fun. I was kind of surprised at myself for having fun. And I'm glad you did. Yeah, because I needed the fun. Yes. You, so that's the only did. thing I played so far, but it really, uh, you know, got me thinking. I, I, I got to find a way to play more. So. Well then, now it's time for. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for. Box art review. Well, I guess there's no getting around it. <laughs> whoa! Hey, whoa! <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm starting to think that's not an accident, Jeff. Mm, that was a mistake, honestly. Well, I, you know, I got a twitch. I, you know, it's like a, a Charlie horse, and I accidentally hit the thing. All right, sorry. I'll just reset the record album here. No, yeah, no, you don't need to. Well, why don't we do? Uh, I got, a, I got another idea. What? Why don't we do? What's in the oh, box? The box. box no. Box, box, box. That. I think I've got the wrong effect on. What's in <laughs> the box? I it's like who's in the bathroom. This is horrible. Hold on. Let's just keep Wait it. A Wait a minute. I do have a box. Wait a minute. No, that's not. Wait a minute. Hello. 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 What? What? This is horrible. Hello. We need new sound effects. There must be. There must be some. Oh, that's a little better. Is that better? What's... Oh, what? 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 In? Oh, well. Let's just get started. All right. So, well, Jeffrey, I do happen to have some what's in the boxes tonight. I, you know what? This is exciting. I can't believe you showed up with this. I know. because I can't either because um, I had purchased the Winter Offensive Pack 2012. Mm-hmm. At no, wait a minute. Go back Plus. further. Go, go back even further. Let's set this up. Okay. You were born when? <laughs> All right, so I ordered okay. the West oh. Winter Offensive Pack. Okay. Picked it up at Games Plus. He had a copy also ordered through Alex Key. Through what? Alex, Alex Key. Key. Okay. Jing Jing. Ding. And uh, Alex is a little, it takes me longer to get my stuff from Alex. He's got to get his stuff yeah. first, but, you know, great prices from Alex. But you Love say you, you also had it on order from Games, Games Plus? Games Plus, why not get That's grabbed two? And if I don't like having two, I can offer one up for a auction for the raise money for this very podcast. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, tonight we'll do uh, maybe the the winter offensive pack. And as I stepped in the door this evening in a mad rush to get to your house and eat dinner quickly, there sat a box from the postman. There is nothing better than coming home and finding a box from the postman. Wow. Listen to that. That's a heavy box. This is a heavy box. It's Hitler's weightlifting kit. And I am going to tear... And in that box also was um, the journal. Which one are we on now? I don't even remember <gasps> anymore. Nine? 106. I don't know. I don't know. There's a journal a at home for me. There's this right now. Hey, I mean, how can my you stand it? Pack. I don't know. I think I'm going to leave right now, Jeff. <laughs> Here we oh, go. This, you're going to open it. Festung Budapest. I think Pest. they say Pest. Pest. Did you know the cities of Buddha and Pest used to be separate? And they were joined together. And I am serious. No, I did not know that. I, re- all I right. don't know anything about Winnipeg. First of all, you know something I noticed, Jeff, about the cover here? Are you going to tell me? I think 
that this oh, cover has some, has some art on it. No. Yes. That look. is not art. It is that art. That doesn't qualify. Why not? Because it's what? It's a photograph. Oh, <laughs> I'll rip that off myself then. This is a photograph. No box art review for you, Festung Budapest. Where's Ken Smith I when you told need him? him? I told him we're not. Ken Smith is turning over in his bed. Where is Ken Smith when you need him? Oh. You know, we, we'll cut him some slack. It's 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 a box. It, they've delivered the product, it's, and uh, you know what? Thank you, Chaz, uh, uh, and thank you all you guys at MMP. Yes, thank you, Chaz. I'm sorry, I, I don't seem very thankful and grateful. I'm sorry, I am. Yeah, no, you are. You are. I know you are. What's in this box, Jeff? Well, first of all, there's the thank you for your purchase, which card. It's always my favorite bit because I feel like this is this is as close as we get to the folks at MMP. They hardly ever call us. So. Your box should contain it. Maybe you want to do a little inventory, Dave. It should be yes. four 22 by 28 maps, nine counter sheets, one Festung Budapest rules chapter, two chapter dividers, and two identical sets of scenario cards. Two sets, two of, scenario sets of, cards. of scenario cards? This is new. That is new. Just think. You don't have to take your stuff and scan it and all that stuff. Copy it. <laughs> I mean, that's not legal You would never anyway. do that. No, I wouldn't do that. So why do we have two sets of scenario cards? Um, one to lay down with the turn counter on it, and one to refer rules. Maybe. Or are they two-sided? Well, wait, wait, before we get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, okay. Let's not get ahead of All right, ourselves. first up is? Yeah, the map. This. The map. Jeffrey, a nice historical map. Is that 22 by 28? I don't know. I'll bet you it's, um, yeah. or wait, yeah. It is, uh, yeah, that's about two feet. That looks about right. Look at that. Wow. It's a hill. Those are big hexes, Dave. How many levels here? Those right. are big hexes. The historicals have the larger hexes. This has, um, we see a, a a below, maybe that's zero level down there in that corner. Oh, yeah. We're looking There's at. There's some elevation here. SW, Festum Budapest map. SW, southwest, southwest, yeah. It says the four maps are uh, northeast, northwest, southeast, and southwest. Holy cow. You put all these together, you think? I think so. Let me get out the stapler. Let's do it right now. There's some kind of new terrain here. It looks like there's a road with some lines on it, like railroad lines, but they're not railroad lines. The streets have real historical names on them because these are all historical. There's many levels up uh, one, two, then the brown level, one, two, maybe three, four, five in the very bottom corner. Holy cow. We're holding it. I didn't know Budapest was so three-dimensional. Yeah, I didn't either, but city on a hill. In this regard, wow. I see some really interesting building shapes with yeah. holes in the middle of the buildings. Now, is that going to affect line of fire through there? Courtyards. You, you know, can. They're probably you can like shoot courtyards. across. There's, I'm sure. Yeah. Hex to hex. It yeah. doesn't cross. Yeah. So from corner to corner or straight across through these courtyards. Courtyards. And that looks very similar to a Comp Group Hyper map with uh, higher levels. Ooh, la di da. I'm just going to make stuff up, too. <laughs> It's not. You sound so official. Look at that road. What do you think's on that road? Those two tracks. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's. I don't know. Double trains. Here's a clue. Oh, I know what it is. It's a monorail. I'm looking at a. Look at this on map NW. I see a cogwheel railway below the thing that hooks up. <laughs> so these lines on the road leave the road and go on to the open ground. It's beautiful. And then into a turnaround, turnabout. Oh, like a uh, roundhouse. Or so something. maybe that's or also trains. a cogwheel railway. But below yeah. that's a cogwheel railway and the cogwheel railway station. Excellent. 
Look at beautiful, that. beautiful maps. Now these Again, are. This is pretty much the city, so it's a city terrain. Just type, so you, right? you know what you're going to get. These are heavy paper mm -hmm. uh, map boards. They're not the cardboard, and they're not the um, the heavy board maps. These are paper, but still nice, nice quality. Uh, it's kind of a, it's a very flat finish, a matte finish. They're not shiny at all, which I, actually I kind of like. And I noticed say, yeah, because you don't get the glare. You don't get the glare. And look at this. There's an open-air theater right here. This map is for me. They must have put that on just for me because I love theater and I teach direct to school plays. Yeah. Open-air theater terrain. And look, Jeff. Tennis courts. Tennis courts. Clay tennis courts. Sweet. Do you think they're tennis courts? I think they are. Have you ever played on clay? No, I have. Actual tennis? When no. I was in Italy, I played uh, for 10 days on clay tennis courts in, near uh, Lago di Garda, the north side of it. I'll tell you some other time. I didn't play any ASL there, just played tennis. But yeah, oh, and there's more tennis courts over there. I don't know. We'll have to check our rules. Yeah, we'll the have to see what that is. So that's going to be very interesting. In a second, folks. These are great maps. Stick with us here's map. Oh, man, this thing Three. is huge. Look at this. Northeast map. I like this the most, I think. It has the Cogway Railway thing, and it has cars on it, printed on it. Train cars. Some kind of train cars. Yeah. Trolley. I bet this is a trolley. Ah, maybe so. Ding, yes. Ding, ding, okay. It was a trolley. And look, great buildings, really dense buildings, really odd-shaped buildings. Yeah. I bet that's from historical maps. Do they do a lot of octagonal buildings there? And Wow. Yeah, a lot of large a lot of interest. Oh man, this, this is the town. I wonder where we'll be fighting over this stuff. Beautiful. So there you go. Third Very section nice. of map. Map now. three, otherwise known as map three. Alex did send me an email saying that some of the Festum Budapest counters sheets are not. Punched very well. Uh -oh. Not punched well. You may remember we I had a punching problem. Yeah, you problem. had that problem with. Yeah. Uh, hey, MMP replaced it real super quick. Oh, that's nice. Super I don't think quick. I. I don't think I knew that. So that's I'm looking at two counter sheets of some, yeah. of some standard um, Russians. Lots more Russian counters. I don't know where I'm going to put these. Some have the DC on them on the counter. I think so you're you going to have to ask your wife to move out. I think you got, so. you're going to have to make room for more counters. I think so. Bill knows what that what that's like. Yeah. Um, these have DCs on them, Jeff. So, again, you don't have to use a DC counter separate on top of those squads. And then you can replace them probably with some normal squad. If you When you throw the DC, you don't have it anymore. And, um, boy, lots of Rus uh, Russian leaders here. I wonder if there's a Hallet in here. That's not a Russian name. Well... No, they're not gonna. They're not gonna put me on a counter. <laughs> and you're gonna get lots more stuff, Jeff. You have two counter sheets. What are those? Yeah, I've got the um, Hungarian and Buda Volunteer Regiment Front and the Hungarian Infantry Front. Ah, so yeah, I see the Hungarian counters, but what are those brown and green ones? I don't get it. Those are the Buda Volunteer Regiment Front. Are they volunteering to fight with the Russians? Maybe because when you have. Chinese counters, they came with a brown edge like that. Oh, right. So they could be used with the uh, partisan counters yeah. and stuff. I wonder, then you could stack those under a brown Russian counter, and you couldn't tell it was a green counter with Good the inside. Thinking. yeah. I guess. I bet that's it. And we'll have to read the rules again on that. This is yeah. our first impressions. 
Four four sevens, three four sevens, three three sixes, plenty of counters. One two sixes, half squads. Two four sevens, and plenty of leaders. And uh, but I don't see any Hallis here either because that name is not uh, Budapestian. Lots of counters, Dave. You got to get. You got to get punching the counters. I got to get punching. Yeah, punch out those counters. Just came today, boys and girls. Germans. Now, what's unique about this counter set is uh, SS Kampfgruppe Europa front. Oh, and a front, you know, a front means the front of the counters, Jeff. Oh. Because <laughs> there's a pack. I just remembered that. Oh, yeah, wait. Because front sounds like a battle zone, it too. It does. Oh, yeah. So this the is... Hungarian infantry front. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever, right. it's the back. I'm I'm going to be embarrassed about that for quite a while. I may have to go back into hiding. <laughs> and this is SS Conf Group Europa Front. And oh look at this. They have some red. No wonder MMP won't pay attention to us. <laughs> we're, we're horrible. I see red uh, ID numbers on the counters. ID uh, otherwise, you get a crud load more of some German counters, which I don't know where I'm going to put all these. I'm going to have to get new trays. And there's a symbol on Panzer Division 13 and Panzer Division Feldhernal. And a different symbol for them. I'll, maybe that's the unit insignia of the unit. So you'll just be using these with the Festung Budapest. You have enough German counters for all your other games, I think, oh, boys yeah. and girls. But that's fantastic. Love having them. Did you say there was a symbol on there of some kind? There is a symbol right here. Of... It's... No, not that kind of symbol. Oh, uh, this a very small symbol. Those are very small. Yeah, look, look, look for yourself. Okay. Now there was a set of German counters that had a symbol on them for the blue. What was that blue Azul division? Came from the LFT guys, and they ran the insignia on it like that of the uh, Spanish division that fought with Germany. I have that at home. Yeah, you're going to need to get whole new. Boxes, counter, trace. counter trace for these. And your some some extra counters, your guns, your shock, your gas, your minefields. Nice turn counter. Yeah, your gas, your minefields. And I love my turn counters. Oh, two turn counters of the same type. Oh, I, no, like I know what to get idea. you for Christmas. Extra turn put, counters. Put one in the extra extra tray, the duplicate tray that Bill Cobble donated. Because we have duplicate sets now, thanks to Bill. Well, I've got my my counter sheet here is a little more interesting than yours. I've got some interesting terrain on here. I've got uh, debris counters. Okay, I've seen debris before. There were some actually made some debris. Sure, up. rain on my parade. Sorry, I've never seen debris like this. Because you haven't played historical. I no, I never had stuff. Or... Yeah, that's right. So I see debris. Now, this debris counter has a WCB in the metal. Any idea what that is? I'm not going to. I promise I won't put you on the spot after this. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, cellar counters. Have you seen those before? Yep. Oh, crap. It's really hard. you got to get up pretty early in the morning to fool Dave. Um, what else here? Oh, yeah, oh there's some gliders on there. Ditches. Have you seen ditches? No, not in counters. Ditch counters. Oh, Look well, at that. And I railroad counters. Railroad, no, haven't seen those either. Ditches and railroads. Now, with your debris, it at least has the statistics on there for the two movement factors and the one TEM. Yes, nice. right. <clears throat> and then um, I've got some other counters. Now, these I don't really know what these are. It's a red star with a black arrow underneath, and then there's also one with a 
Hungarian with symbol the Hungarian and, German. and German. Yeah, yeah, those are to to lay out in the campaign games. Is we're going to find out if we play oh, this. Oh, that's right. That's right. That you you lay out the area you control yeah. by marking those. Yeah, I do remember seeing that now. Oh yeah, with the Tarawa. Yeah. Uh, no, we didn't play, but I've seen it on uh, Red Barricades, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the usual, the usual this and that. Oh, there's a rain counter here, mist counter. That's nice. Yeah, Ground those, snow, falling snow, gusts. Yeah. There yeah. are weather counters so just little that weather you have counter. from the basic sets, but oh, yeah. it's good to have Why, nothing. <laughs> just nothing impresses you, Dave. You've been around too much. You guys are jaded. Here's the rules. The timers. The rules. Oh, no. There's more rules? Well, <laughs> just what we needed. What? Good for you. A lot of them are repeat rules, of course. If you don't have certain sets of historical games, you would need to know about your narrow streets, maybe. your. Well, so there's an access food shortage. So hmm, is that an you know, addition to Chapter B or something? Additions to Chapter B. Okay. Called FB, Festoon Budapest. Okay. Tunnels, paved roads. Uh, these could be special rules for the campaign game, but it's not doesn't always really say that. These will be good for terrain time. Terrain and here time. is the rules, the WCB. That's for a, a wide city boulevard hex. Oh, okay, WCB. And I didn't, that's new. There's falling debris. That's new to me. I'm not sure I want all those new rules like you were oh, kind of hinting do. at. You but do. In a way, they're very, very fun. There's out-of-season orchards. That's why they look like they don't have little green tops on ah. the orchards. They look like burnt-out orchards. So you could, you, it's harder to hide in the trees when you're climbing, when you're climbing <laughs> yes, into those trees. Yes, it is. Uh, there's an example of rubble falling, rubble falling debris from the rule sets here. There's a placed EM railroad. What was that, embanked railroad? I forget, but there are railroad rules. Southern Railway Station is on here. There's the cogwheel rules here for that thing. There is the roundhouse entrance, the round, a railroad turntable, and the rail and tram, tram cars. Tram cars were shown on there. Okay. And um, how that affects the terrain, those pictured railway way cars. Affects the train? or the Ter- Terrain. Oh, the terrain. And the terrain. Okay. And you remember how excited I was looking at those into the rubble boards that had oh, the yes. cool train stuff? Yeah. This has them, too. Oh, yeah. So I am just in my train heyday. What I'm really interested in, though, is if those are really tennis courts on that map. There are special rules for certain churches and a steeple, and the normal cellar rules probably are normal. Whoa. Storage tanks. There you go. You look first. All right. Bottom right corner, sir. Read the whole rule. Storage tanks? Nope, bottom right. That's bottom storage left. tanks. Bottom, oh, left. bottom left. Okay, there's a difference. Tennis courts, look at that. Hexes J2, R20, S20. Tennis court artwork. These hexes are treated as open ground. Ooh. Yeah, I would think so. However, firing through these hexes, you may return fire. Like you have as your, long as you, you get have your racket? Yeah, if you rally, you can return like mortar fire with your racket. No. You can hit the that. shells back at them with your the rackets? There's none of that. All it says is it's like open ground. Oh, well. Treat these like open ground. It's still cool. It's still cool. And my it dad. Is cool. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> How do they come up with this stuff? Well, they thought, oh, look at all those empty hexes. Let's put some tennis cards in there. <laughs> 
That'll be fascinating. But I like it. But you know what? There's that's a rule I can really wrap my face around because <laughs> there's nothing to it. Just treat it like open ground. Okay. You mean wrap your okay. head around. Yeah, my face. My head's busy. <laughs> your head's full of solid rocks. So it, it does feel that way. So <laughs> it's still cool though. Tennis courts. Tennis courts, that's cool. Not quite as cool as the water fountains in the Yeah, stuff. yeah, that's cooler. But my right. dad might like the game more because he plays tennis. Yeah. He's never played squad leader, has he? Has no. he ever played? No. And anything on the back of that one, Jeff? The rules for the uh, nationalities? Yeah, rules for the Hungarian units and the Buddha Volunteer Regiment units. I won't go you know, I don't have my glasses, yeah, so I, well, we're I not can just go barely anyway. We're not gonna go into that. And some special rules for German units and SS unit substitution. There's some Panzer Division units. Yeah, with those special markings. Yeah. So how many pages of rules? Quite a few. Uh, come with it. Fact, it looks like that, about 40 or, 40 or so. Huh? That gets you through page 12, and that finishes like your basic game rules if you're not going to play the campaign game. Oh, okay. Looks like page 13 or so starts getting into some... Ammo, well, information, and we might still be going with the basics. Yeah, basics through page 14 with some special ammo rules that would apply to this battle. Okay. And it, it, it looks like. And then into the campaign game rules. And I'm not really, I've never done a campaign game. Again, this might be our first if we get around to doing it with Bob. I can't play or this game. Else. I won't play this with Well, Bob. you're going to be very busy. Oh, Bob would kill me anyway. Because you, oh. <laughs> you could be well, on I mean, Bob's I'm just side. Not, I'm not up to that caliber. You could be on his side. Oh, I could do that. And you guys could kill me (laughs) and my partner, whoever that's going to be. So there's your standard campaigns. These things come with campaign games. And here's game one, game two. They have a picture by them. They vary in length and time and, I think, portion of the board and OB and the way you get reinforcements brought into the battle. Campaign game three. And then there's some more. Rules there, getting up to page 25. You know, there's so much of this. There's so many games out there. There's so much stuff. But if you right. if you just take 10 seconds to think about what must go into publishing something yeah, like this, think about it that. is absolutely extraordinary. And you're just talking about the design, not the play test. The design, yeah. And the publishing. And, and putting together all the, all the verbiage. And the proofreading. Oh, my God. It's just... It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. I really admire these guys. Yeah, typically these have rules for, like, removing, um, extinguishing fires, what happens to vehicles overnight for the next day, uh, leader charts, reinforcement information, and giant page charts about reinforcements, the types, maybe the quantity that historically might have been available. We'll probably be seeing, uh, you think we'll see some of this at um, ASLOC if we go? Oh, yeah. People will be playing this. Yep, they will. Yeah. The open, I'll bet someone will be doing one on the side or oh, something. Oh, maybe so, yeah. For, you could probably get it in in two, full, two big, long, full days. You could get a little bit of it in. And page 42 went on, and your footnotes. You get a purchase record. You're going to make copies of that. And each time you play a game, you buy certain points worth of right. reinforcements. And Yeah, you know more about that from the, the from small tar where you yeah. tried Miniaturized. Oh, that's nice. Uh, maps in uh, eight, eight and a half by eleven, just black and white copies of the maps. 
Oh, I don't remember the, the full field maps. of blood. Did you see that on oh. that map section? That I didn't notice that. Open huge open area nicknamed the Field of Blood. Yes. Time to do some reading about Festung Budapest, my friend. You know, I, is there a book? Oh, I'm sure there's several. Sources will be listed in this game somewhere. You know, we should. Um, this is the back here. We probably mentioned this before. I'm I'm just looking at the back of the box. I, I wanted to see who who did the play testing and who the brains were behind all of this. Oh, here's a list. But it says on the box here, warning, choking hazard. Yeah, that's new. Yeah, I'm choking already. <laughs> just looking at this thing. And choking also, you, gotta, you may want to wear a truss when you pick this up because the box is quite heavy. Worth 130 bucks. It's a nice big old pack of stuff. Yeah, man. yeah. You'll be happy to get this. The, the mailman will not be happy delivering it. Um, I just want to give kudos to a few of these guys. Design and historical research by... William Crillo, again, I don't have my glasses, so this is going to be... Well, I'll read them, and you start looking at some scenarios. Or do you say scenarios? Oh, man, these are all scenarios? Oh, there's a slew. We need to do an interview with some of these people. We do, yeah. William okay. Cirillo, mm-hmm. special thanks to Common Novinkin, Christian Ungvari, Ph.D., Norbert Shavavber, Ph.D., and Bruce Kirkaldi, maybe they were the boy. Where'd they find these guys? Um, maybe they were the guys from like Hungary who yeah source people yeah. But it was developed by William, as mentioned, Sean Deller, Klaus Malmstrom, and Perry Cook and Chaz Argent. Those guys of MMP. Yep. Charlie Kibler did our map art here. Map design: Bruce Crookedy, Dean McKinley, Jim Sexton, Charlie Kibler, William Cirillo. Layout: Chaz Argent. Cover they, art. They called it cover art. Nicholas Escooby. Well, you know what? You might meet Nicholas someday. I bet he's a very nice guy, so just be careful what you say. <laughs> <laughs> he might want to buy you a beer or something. And a whole you bunch of play testers. Some names I know there, and some I don't. Not like I would know everybody anyway. Well, there are like uh, 17 scenarios here. So, I mean, hundreds of hours of fun. What's Listen, different just about block them? Off we the won't read them all off like sometimes we do. It no, gets boring. Yeah. But what's different about them? Why are they? Why are there du- duplicates? Any clue? Oh, maybe that's why there's so many here. Oh no, I, don't I have know. a set of duplicates. Oh, you've got the set. Over yeah, there? what's okay. on the back of it? Well, like on the back of FB1 is Uncle, FB14. Page one of four. Okay, so there's a scenario uh-huh. on the front and part of the campaign game, I guess, maybe on the back. No, is that what maybe I'll bet just a mega. The campaign games are in that rule book, I'm betting. I'm betting this is just a mega scenario. Or maybe. Yeah, FB14 is a four page scenario. That's got to be a record. Oh, no. You've seen one that's five. Yeah, because the lots and lots of troops. Larger yeah. print. These are larger print for the squad layouts. And yeah, FB14 has turn reinforcements. A lot of you have to look at that closely, folks. Maybe that's like a mini historical game. Maybe we should start with that. And then others are just continued on the back, like scenario three. You know, a friend no, of mine on the back, but so you can lay said, them both out, though. See, right? A friend of mine said, "Why do you play squad leader?" I said, "Why? Well, it's just so interesting." He said, "Well, how do you win?" I said, "Well, for instance, I'll, t- I'll tell you how you how you win." Uh, for, the Russians win a game end by having 
greater than or equal to one mobile AFV with a functioning main armament within three hexes of J-33, provided there are no good order, non-crew, access multi-man counters on or adjacent to any EMRR cogwheel railway hexes, nor at ground level in G-31. Cool. And he was, <laughs> he said, I just told him that, and he's like, oh, I need to play that. See, I, <laughs> I just read them the rules for scenario FB4. Victory conditions, the Russians win upon exiting 12 exit victory points. Oh, that's better. So, yeah, there's a couple, there's some small yeah. scenarios in yeah. this pack and, of course, some large ones and, of course, a mega, mega campaign game. This Bill uh, Cirillo or Carrillo has done a lot of these scenario designs. In fact, as I'm leafing through these, all of these scenario designs. This guy must be independently wealthy. So, Bill, email us. We'd yeah, like to talk to you. we'd love to talk to you because uh, we're impressed already. I want to have your baby. And that concludes... <laughs> that is what's, what's in the box. The box. That was quite a, quite a gem. So, Jeffrey. Well, I guess it's time to wrap up. But this will be... It's not time to wrap oh, up, sir. Oh, yeah. We've been at it for a long time. No, Maybe sir. <laughs> You, I can't. Oh, Sorry. Uh, Oops. That was me. That was Charlie. Good boy, Charlie. <laughs> I don't think we're going to okay, have time. Okay, boys and girls. Oh, no. It's terrain time. Excellent. How much time we have left Just on the show? Just in the time. Uh, well, we need to quit within the next hour or so. we got an hour and 15 minutes into this, baby. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. That could be a show. That's a show. But we don't have any rules or anything. Just wrap it up. Oh, we could do terrain time. Let's do terrain time. Okay. It's relatively short. I got halfway done with the notes. And you don't have your glasses? We'll do a half-assed effort. Can I say that? It's roads. Is that the island in Greece (laughs) in the Mediterranean where the Colossus was? Release the Kraken. You're looking for your rules. I'll just talk about Alpine Hills, which is the first time I've encountered oh, that. Yeah, we're on the air. I encountered that when I was playing at uh, J40 with Dave Timonen, and I liked Alpine Hills. I thought that made a lot of sense, since most hills in Squad Leader are considered like plateaus. But with Alpine Hills, you cannot fire across, across a hill of the same you can fire into them and out of them, but not across them, which kind of makes sense because hills are hilly. You're probably not going to be able to fire across them hundreds of yards, scads of yards. So Alpine Hills. That was it. Excellent. Easy. That is easy. They should all be Alpine I like Hills. I think, I think all of them should be Alpine Yeah, hills. these giant, big, flat Yeah, flat hills. Buttes, now that I think about it, it doesn't messes. really make sense. Yeah, it's like... God didn't build Earth out of Legos. Well, I have some notes today on roads, Jeff, but we won't. This show's going long, isn't it? Yeah, should we save those for next time? Nope. But we're not okay. going to do. <laughs> we're not going to do sunken. What? Uh, what? The people I need. Mean, the people need something substantial in yeah. their ASL <laughs> podcast. They got to learn something. So, okay. We won't do sunken roads or elevated roads, but we can have those some other time and bridges also. And what I found out about roads. Was first of all, you have brown ones and they're made of dirt, and then you have gray ones and they are gray dirt. <laughs> no, 
Asphalt. <laughs> paved roads. Oh, paved. But the actual substance is never quite specified. Ah, could be concrete. Could be asphalt. Now, if both types of these roads butt up against each other when you put two boards together. Ooh, now that's a good question. You treat them as a... Paved. Road, correct. But you really? pay the cost per type entered. So if you enter the hex through the dirt one, you have to pay dirt costs even though it's a paved road. And you're wondering what's the difference in the costs, aren't you? Yeah, I don't really recall. If you get mud and stuff like that. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, depending on weather. Correct. Things that won't affect a paved road. Okay. Now, it is considered, like a tennis court, it's considered what? Open ground. (laughs) For all purposes. Yeah. Except... Movement cost across a road hex side. Then you get to get perhaps a bonus, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the terrain effect modifier of a road is? Zero. Yeah, kind of like nothing, but it's actually based on the other terrain in the hex. Ah. So if the... So if there's a vehicle in there, correct. it's going to be a plus one. Or while well, the terrain might be to the orchards along the edge of the road. Yeah. And you are subject to... First fire movement open ground and interdiction if you enter by the road rate. Because when you do a road woods hex, you can enter paying the woods or enter paying the road. So if you're using the road, you get interdiction and open ground on the road. Okay. Now, unless the line of sight passes through orchards and stuff like that. Then what? It's not open ground. Okay. It costs how many movement factors to use a road, Jeff? Well, uh, one. And how many if you're going uphill? Uh, two. Correct. And I wrote down check A4.132. And I don't have that part of my rule book. Oh, that's the toll booth rule. <laughs> if there's a toll booth, you get to, and you've got an AFV, you got to blow that sucker up. What if I have the I-Pass or the Easy Pass or something like that? Oh, yeah. You can go through. You can sail right through. <laughs> so listeners at home. I can see Hitler just waving his I-Pass as he goes through. Ah, it's me. You could check rule A4.132 on your own. We're too tired. <laughs> I'm glad we put all this effort into this. Now, <laughs> the road movement factor for infantry, cavalry, and horse-drawn things must cross only road hexes to get the one movement factor road bonus. bonus. Yeah. yeah. And originally I thought, oh, great. And then I realized, you know, you cannot enter the road from the grass section or the open ground section and, and then start running up the road for yeah. the rest of the move, even though you just entered it at the beginning of your move. Yeah. Doesn't count. No. You have to enter through a road hex side. Which means you pretty much need to be on the road at the start of your movement phase in order to get the bonus. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And I did come across one rule that I very, you know, I labeled it as a rule you might forget, Um, but not if they encounter wire. Mm -hmm. These are things that lose the road bonus for you. Yeah. If you encounter wire. Sure. Burning wrecks. Oh, you lose the bonus. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I didn't wrecks. think burning wrecks would. You can yeah. run around them. Of course, wire would slow you down, but burning wreck? Hmm. Maybe the smoke. Well, you want to slow down. Right. You don't want to accidentally bump into a burning wreck. 
Wreck, well, ruin your day. Think of it that way, listeners. What about shell holes? Um, Got to be no, careful saying shell holes because you shell holes. Well, you could go around them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, mud. Well, yes, mud. Of course. Mm-hmm. Rubble. Mm-hmm. A roadblock. Yeah. Those new kind of counters that came with that game with uh, Budapest debris. Oh, the debris. Oh, yes. That's going to slow you down. That can fall on the road? It can Debris. fall on the road. Okay. Mm-hmm. From a building? Falls on the road? Yes. Okay. Especially with the new falling rules, it looked like. But Is that in, uh, not in Festung, but in, in ASL? Well, Debris can... originally came in one of the Stalingrad historical games. Okay. Printed on the map. So it had already become Debris. It was, yeah, printed yeah. on the map. Okay. Next to buildings so that it were fallen. rubble okay. and stuff. Yeah. And then Dave Timmon and I encountered it on a game that came with a Lafranc Terreur set. I think it was one of the Russian Revolution ones. Mm-hmm. And then it said, use a debris overlay. And we were like, what? We don't have debris overlays. What are they talking about? So we put a penny on there or something to mark it as debris hexes. Yeah. So then I ordered the Into the Rubble oh, yeah. last show review. Yeah. Yep. And in that game came the, from Sam, came the, um, debris overlays. I oh. cut them all out and stuff. Oh, you did? Okay. That's where I was supposed to use them from for the, the Frank Terror game. Oh, okay. And now, we didn't get overlays, though, did we? On the, No, I didn't see any game. overlays in there. Yeah, for debris. But there's falling debris. Oh, they used counters yeah. in this system. Right. So I guess you could use your debris overlays from Into the Rubble or these counters here. So these counters seem, of course, designed for the game. Yeah. Then, um, and if you also are in deep snow or smoke, you don't get to use the road bonus. Okay. And again, I would forget smoke. I would forget the burning wreck. I would forget perhaps, you know, even the debris. Um, and then if you're pushing a gun. Yes, sir. I have a question. Yes, sir. I'm raising my hand. Um, so I'm going to expose my ignorance here again. Mm-hmm. Is there fog? In uh, ASL? Do we there have fog is conditions? fog. Yes, sir. Okay. Missed fog rules? I would imagine you'd lose your... Don't believe so, because those are treated more as a line of sight. Maybe um, it's got to be longer. Yeah, probably longer distances. Line of sight. Right. Okay. These are things you actually might... Well, smoke counts, so... But it wasn't listed in the rule. Yeah, okay. Right. Vehicles pay how much for a road hex? Half. If they're open-topped, Right. Right. An exception. Or if you're crew exposed in an AFV. Yeah. Oh, right, right. That's, thank you. And then except graveyard roads, apparently they're harder to twist around in. Um, if you're buttoned up, of course, like we just said. Yeah. If there's snow or if you're in a convoy. And the four movement point surcharge for doing something uphill, I can't read it, is <laughs> only two on a road. Oh, for a vehicle, of yeah. course. You know oh, how when you go up a hill? Yeah. And I actually forgot that for years. Your tank goes up the hill. Yeah. Without a road, it pays four plus cost of terrain. That's five. Five. Remember how devastating that is when you're trying to go quickly. Oh, nasty. Well, if there's a road, it's only two plus the terrain. Stay on the road, boys three. and girls. Yep. Yeah. So the road basically halves that four movement point yeah. surcharge for going uphill. And the last part of the terrain time is the one movement point for a vehicle or wreck 
is two movement points if you're on a road using a road move rate. And I believe Rich Spilkey covered that in his chart on our show. So a vehicle going down a road mm-hmm. has to pay, it encounters a vehicle on the road, it has mm-hmm. to pay two additional movement points okay. to get around that. So you're going half, 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 two and up a to half. that wreck. It's two and a half. And a half. Okay. And on and on and on. Okay. So and normally going around a vehicle in open ground is just one movement point. Yeah. And that concludes the rules for roads. Very well done, Dave. We love road terrain. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Hey, guys. Sorry to interrupt the show. It's me, Dave. I just got an email update from Alex Key about the Festoon Budapest pack. It has some of the bad counter sheets. He said some of the depictions shifted downward or upward, and part of the information or image was cut by the knife, hence the miscut or sliced counters. And so, um, be careful when you look at your Festung Budapest games closely, and MMP is is gladly um, taking care of the problem for you. just want to clarify what you're looking for. They're not just necessarily not cut through all the way, which was my problem on my other game for King & Country, but they, the art depictions might be shifted, and so check the images carefully as you get the game. Also clarifying, the product that came was not a... Journal, it was, of course, Action Pack 8, Roads to Rome, or something about Rome. So that's also a misspoke earlier in the show, and I've corrected those, so back to you guys. Uh, I think that's it for this show. Episode 66. Fill them up quick, don't we? Route it up. Route 66. Route 6. I don't know. That could be a show title. Could be. Call it Route 66. Thanks for joining me, Dave. It's great to see you. Great to see you, Jeffrey. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for listening. Remember to get in your... Oh, yeah, your auction bid. Auction bid. goodies. Doesn't cost you a thing unless you win. Yeah. And then it costs you. Then it costs you dearly. (laughs) No, but you'll be helping out the show, and you'll be getting a nice piece of merchandise. Correct. We'll mail it right out to you. Yeah. I guess that's it. We'll be looking forward to talking to you all next time. We've already got a great show planned for next time. So until then, remember to roll low. And rally well. And may the dice be with you. But not not when when you're you're playing playing us. I just thought I'd throw that in there. (laughs) For old times' sake. A whole lot of game here. Yes, Heston Budapest. It's time to call him sick. I don't know. Are we going to be able to make these? I don't know. Well, you know, I just don't know. They might become independently wealthy. Look on the back is an aerial photograph lined up next to the... Holy cow, I didn't notice that. And that's the field of blood. And look at the buildings are all shaped like that. And it is the field of blood. We've got to worry about Budapest. I don't know anything about it.